0: You're listening to a message from Victory Carmona. We hope to inspire and encourage you today.
1: Come on, church! We have all the reason to celebrate because our King has come! As high as heaven. Party angels sing E Jesus our savior, Jesus our King, Jesus Messiah, our salvation is he. King of kings.
2: Jesus is truly our Savior and King. We are joyful to give our praises. Hosanna, Hosanna to the King of kings. In John chapter 1 verse 9, it says, The true light which enlightens everyone was coming into the world. And the Bible presents Jesus as the coming of light into the world, light which outshines anything we can ever imagine. We are surrounded by flashing lights, neon signs, illuminated billboards, but these are all designed to attract us, to draw us in. But there is no light that compares to the light of Jesus, for it draws us into the joy of knowing Him as our personal Savior. And this holiday season, let's take time to celebrate the true meaning of Christmas by glorifying the one who gave it all. Jesus coming to earth that night changed everything and it's a moment we should celebrate with all our hearts. Jesus coming to earth means a lot to us. Certainly, we enjoy parties, food, and gifts. But don't forget to point your heart, your family, and to those around you to the true meaning of Christmas. Christ came with a plan for our redemption. Christ paid the price and overcame debt so that we could have victory over sin and condemnation. Christmas, this is a wonderful opportunity for us to be not only witnesses to the light, But it also carries, we are also carriers of the light. He came to give us life in all its fullness. He is the light of the world. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, we praise you. We thank you, O God, that you have placed your Holy Spirit of light into our hearts to lead, to direct, to to govern, to guide us. Help us to walk in the light of your love and truth. And may the beauty of Christ shine through us and to others so that they too may come to a saving knowledge of our Savior who is the true and only light and in whom is life eternal. This we ask in Jesus' name. Amen. Magandang araw po sa inyong lahat. Welcome po sa ating Sunday online worship service. And uh, I would like to take this uh, opportunity to greet all of you a very Merry Christmas. And I hope you're enjoying your time, your moment with your family, relatives and friends. And uh, I'm Celeste, one of the volunteers here in Victory Carmona. Here in our church, we do two things. We honor God and we make disciples. And uh, in this time of giving, let me share to you this verse. In John chapter 1, verse 16, For from His fullness we have all received grace upon grace. Let us pray. Loving and holy Father, thank you for your incomparable greatness and your incredible graciousness. Thank you for the blessings that you lavish upon us daily. May we extend your blessings to those around us especially to the needy, And dear Father, help us to see Jesus as the complete embodiment of your truth and grace. May we have the heart of generosity as we share all the blessings that you have given us, not only this Christmas time, but every day of our lives. In the name of Jesus, your Son, we pray. Amen.
0: Today, Victory Carmona and Mangahan. So, dahil na-miss ko kayo, hindi ako mag-preach ngayon. So, we have a special, uh, we have a guest speaker. Uh, He served as a bishop in the Bishop's Council of Every Nation Philippines, which provides spiritual leadership and oversight for Victory, Every Nation Campus, the mission works of Every Nation in Asia, Every Nation Leadership Institute, and Real Life Foundation. He has been in full-time ministry for 30 years. Imagine 30 years. Since 1989, he served as a senior pastor of Victory Iloilo for 12 years and of Victory Bacolod for three years. He's graduate at De La Salle University with a bachelor of arts degree in political science. He is married to Dea, and they are blessed with six children, TJ, Ia, Sofia. Juliana, Selena, and Raymond. So, Victory Carmona and Mangahan, let's welcome Bishop Jurey Mora.
3: Hello, everyone. We have a reason to celebrate. Today, we're going to talk about the light of the world. We're in Isaiah chapter 9, verse 2. Very short text. It says, The people who walked in darkness have seen a great light. Those who dwell in a land of deep darkness, on them has the light shine, Lord, we pray, Lord God, that you would be with us, Lord God, that you would uh, uh, pour out your light, that you would shine forth your light in the midst of the darkness that we live in today. May we discover the greatness, your greatness, even in the midst of the challenges we've been facing the last two years, and even as we face a new year soon, Lord God, we thank you that your light is ever bright, that your light, shines forth that your light will never be overcome by the darkness that your light will lead us and guide us until we see the best that you have for us in our lives in jesus name amen i heard a true story a long time ago it was a story about a little lamb and the great sun. So one day the great son was bragging to the world about his power, his position, his influence over the world. He was in a sense saying that he's better than everyone, that he's the most powerful, he's the greatest there ever was. It's almost like he's acting like he's the solution to the problems of the world and he's the greatest blessing the world has ever seen. He's bragging about his position, he's bragging about his influence all over the world. That same day, this little lamb, this little lamp, mustered all his courage to ask a question. The almighty son laughed and snickered, saying, What kind of question could a small, puny lamp like you ask? But anyway, the the son looks at the lamb and said, Go ahead and ask. Snickering and, uh, in a sense, very sarcastic. Again, this lamp, this small lamp gathered all his courage and said, Mr. Sun, with all your power and greatness, can you shine your light at night? What a crazy story. But it shows us some truths that is real in our world. It shows us that no matter how small light is always useful in the right place, And for the right purpose. No matter how powerful a lamp is or light is, it's always useless in the wrong place and for the wrong purpose. As we look into the scripture today, let us look at a few words to see what truth it is saying and declaring to us. The text we read opens with the word darkness. Why is there darkness? Why the darkness? Chapter 8, or the chapter before our text, talks about the coming Assyrian invasion where the nation of Israel will be broken and destroyed. The rebellion against God has brought this upon themselves. It further says that no matter how you prepare, how they prepare, they will not avoid it. They will go through it. They They will meet it head on. They cannot escape it. Now you find out as well that Judah, in a sense, will survive, but Judah will, be, will greatly suffer or will be broken as well. The story of God and His people keep repeating itself as, we, as you read the book of Isaiah. Actually, throughout history, it actually repeats itself. God desires to bless His people, and yet His people keep rebelling. So Isaiah is serving a rebellious and hard-hearted people. God is conversing with His stubborn and arrogant people. Yet the will of God and His intent never changes. He keeps working out His purpose through His people's cycles of rebellion to obedience. And so as we look at uh, our text today, I want us to look at three words. The first word is the obvious word, darkness. Darkness simply means to be in distress, in a sense, blindness. In a sense, it's like uh, it's death like the shadows. Israel, history, Israel's history has been one with a lot of wars and a lot of losses, a lot of suffering. They have always been surrounded by nations far greater and stronger than they are, and nations that have been always wanted to conquer them and abuse them. Since they are a very small nation, it's almost like every time there's a new kingdom or every time there's a new king, they want to test their strength, they want to conquer something, they look at Israel always because it seems to be the smallest in in their area. So Israel is always the brunt of this conquering and... uh, and even uh, sadistic powers around them. In other words, Israel's history has always been full of darkness. So you can imagine the times of peace and abundance could truly be a blessing to the nation of Israel. Every time they go through a season where God's blessing overtakes them and there's peace and there's abundance, it's something very precious. But now... In, this, in chapter 8, there's a looming prophecy. There's a looming war, a looming takeover over their nation. Could you imagine what, would be ha- what, what could be happening in their hearts? How they're feeling. Yes, they may have peace today, but how much longer? Yes, they may have prosperity today, but poverty is just around the corner. Their families might be together today, but they're wondering may, may, how, how far into the future Till we're separated and taken away from each other. Our situation is not that different today. This could be the realities and the questions many of us face today. Yes. We're facing loss. We're facing uh, 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 challenges. We're facing uh, uh, families that could that have not seen each other for two years or more. We face. Uh, we're facing loss of family members and loved ones. We, we're facing a world where we're we're confused and and we don't know what's going to happen in the future. There seems to be a losing or a, a, a disappearing confidence about how good things will be in the future. Some of us are in deeper darkness than others as well. Our world has been in darkness for two years with no seeming light or seeming end in sight. But I thank God that our story, God's story, does not end in darkness. What do we see here? Here, the darkness are two different things. First one, it says, the land of deep darkness. It says here, the people who walk in the darkness have, have seen a great light. Those who dwell in a land of deep darkness, on them the light shall shine. There is a land of deep darkness. What does this mean? It brings us to the picture of Genesis chapter 1, verse 1 uh, verse 1 all over again in the beginning God created the heavens and the earth the earth was without form and void and darkness was over the face of the deep and the spirit of God was hovering over the face of the waters before the creation the world was in darkness it was it was chaotic it was a fearful fearful place to be in there was a there was a a, 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 a Evil and and fear all over. Before God stepped in to the world, the world was nothing but darkness. Before God started to create in the world, our world was nothing but chaos and darkness. Brings us to another another scripture that gives us a picture of what this is like. Psalm 23, verse 4. We know this famous psalm. Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil for you are with me. The psalmist mentions a similar dark world where evil is after him, where evil's intent is to destroy him, where evil's intent is to kill him. Yet the psalmist says, Even though I face this darkness, I shall fear no evil for thou art with me. The psalmist faces the darkness with God by His side or in God's side. A world where evil is rampant and is against us. In a real sense, there's always darkness in our world. We live in a broken world, but the darkness does not have to define us, just like David said in the psalm. Yes, there's darkness that's attacking him. There's darkness there's an evil intent on him. But he does not fear. That darkness does not control him. That darkness does not define him. Because he's facing the darkness with God on his side or beside or in the, on the side of God. Then the scripture also talks about people who walk in darkness. People who walk in darkness. Yes, there's darkness around us, but there's also people who choose the darkness. We're going to see later on that as people, we have a choice to live either live in darkness or to live in something so much better. We don't have to tolerate the darkness around us. People who walked in darkness. John chapter 3, verse 19. And this is the judgment. The light has come into the world, and the people loved the darkness rather than the light because their works were evil. The darkness many people face is really their choice. Just like the people of God in Isaiah, the coming darkness was simply the fruit of their own decisions and their choices. When you read Isaiah multiple times, it talks about different judgments. And it's all the fruit of God's people choosing to walk in the darkness. And that choice to walk in the darkness brings evil, destructive, and even painful fruits over our lives. The darkness the people choose and the darkness in our world without Christ brings pain and suffering and death. In our world today, COVID-19, the COVID-19 pandemic is a dark time in our history. As dark as it is, I realize this. The sin in the heart of man has made the darkness even more extreme. COVID-19, the pandemic, is bad enough. But it is the greed, the hate, and the sin in man's heart, I believe, that has caused more darkness than the virus itself. I thank God, as I said earlier, that the story of God doesn't end in darkness. But then, after the, the psalmist, after, after, the, after the text talks about darkness and people choosing darkness, Then it says, there's light, the light will shine in the darkness and at the darkness. Let's read the text again. The people who walked in darkness have seen a great light. Those who dwell in a land of deep darkness, on them has light shined. So the next word we want to look at is the word light. The light will shine in the darkness and at the darkness. As we have been growing through Isaiah this past year, I have had the chance to read about judgment. What has encouraged and blessed me in this was to ask the question, where is God in the midst of this? Seeing God, what He's doing, and who who He is, even in the midst of this, has changed my perspective. It has brought confidence and peace in my heart. Think about this. God's people has time and time again chosen the darkness. Despite the love and graciousness of God, yet God and His Word declares and promises the light will shine. Darkness will not win. In the midst of His people's rebellion, God promises the Messiah will come. As we, and we know we're celebrating Christmas a few days from now and that's proof that even in the midst of darkness God's light will come God's promise of light has come and God's light will always win over the darkness John chapter 1 verse 4 in him was life and the life was the light of men. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness has not overcome it. Did you notice that man's rejection of God, man's rebellion against God, and, 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 and did not drive God away? Man's rebellion did not change the heart of God. Man's rejection of God did not change the the plans of God, did not change the love of God. Wars, calamities, natural disasters, greed, anger, lost men's wicked heart did not and cannot and will never change the promises of God and the heart of God. This pandemic has not and cannot change the heart and plan of God for you and for this nation. Whatever is happening in your world right now, the plan of God remains the same. The purpose of God is being worked out over your life, every day of your life. Don't give up. Keep pressing on because God has not changed His heart. God has not changed His plan. God is working His purpose in your life. The light will win over the darkness. I wonder what darkness you're facing now. I wonder what loss you've faced. I wonder what opportunities has closed down. I wonder what challenges you're facing. I can't answer that for you, but I do know something. God's plan, God's purpose will be established in your life. And God is working it out every day of your life. It has not changed. Your sin has not driven them away. The calamities we're facing has not scared God away. In fact, God is working in the midst of all this, working out His will. The light of God brightens the future where darkness can never win. Take heart, friends. There is light in your life today and there is light in your future. No matter how confusing, no matter how bleak, how bad the darkness is, the light will always shine the darkness away. Darkness is not your future darkness will not dominate the future i'm impressed every time i every time it's dark every time you go to a dark place you can bring a small lamp and it will light the darkness and wherever that lamp is darkness cannot rule friends the light of life has come that's why we have a reason to celebrate that's why we're celebrating Every year, this season, because the light is so bright, darkness can never win. Lastly, the last word we want to look at is the word people. Today, there is darkness, but there is light as well. Today, we no longer have to settle to live or walk in the darkness talking about the people, talking about you and I, talking about all of us, the question is, will we choose the light? Will we choose to follow the light? Will we choose to embrace the light? Will we choose to to look at the light rather than the darkness around us? Friends, if you look at the darkness around you, you will be depressed. You will be hopeless. But you can turn your eyes, you can turn your face towards the light and you will see the greatness of our God, because the light is here. Will you choose the light? Will you choose the will of God? Will you choose the purpose of God? Will you choose to pursue God with all of your heart, soul, mind, and strength? The darkness is still here. We live in a broken world, but in Christ there is light COVID-19 does not have have to force the darkness on anyone or any of you. The light of Christ is available to us, to all. COVID-19 does not have to bring darkness into your future. The light of Christ can decide your future. Friends, the light of Christ is not blinding light. It is a guiding light. You may be confused today. You may not know what's the next steps, but the light of Christ can lead you one step at a time. That's what I like about the light. You know, when we're traveling at night, when you're driving and it's dark, and you put on the light in your car, you may not, you cannot see your destination, but you do see the next few meters before you. And as long as you see the next the next steps ahead of you, and you keep moving you will finally see your destination. And that's the purpose of God. You may not see the end of it. You may not see the full blessings of God, how it looks. But if you just see one step at a time, if you focus on the light one step at a time, if you focus on the word one word at a time, you will end up, you will finish the journey. You will see the purpose of God in your life. You will see the light. When you will see the light bring the breakthrough in your life and you will see darkness destroyed before you. The light of Christ is not a burning light. It is a comforting light. It's not an oppressive light, but it's a life-giving light. It, the light of Christ brings healing to our bodies. Spiritually, emotionally, and even mentally. The light of Christ is not limited But it is a light that shines forever. With the light of Christ, there is a reason, always a reason to celebrate, no matter what happens around us. The light of Christ will shine over all the darkness. Let us pray. Lord, I thank you, Lord God, that your story doesn't end with darkness. Yes, we live in a world that's broken. Yes, we live in a world where sin abounds. Yes, we live in a world where evil is everywhere. But thank you, Lord God, that in the midst of this world, your light shines. Even in the midst of this turmoil, even in the midst of this confusion, we can see your light. And if we follow your light, we will walk this out because your light will guide us. Lord, I pray for everyone that's listening. I pray for everyone, uh, every, a, a, every child of yours that's in this gathering today. Shine forth your light in their hearts. The darkness has not, does not have to dominate them. The darkness does not have to create fear in them. Instead, let them feel the warmth of your light. Let them feel the love of your light. Let them see the path that your light lights up so that we may walk your fullness, so that we may walk out your will in our lives. I want to pray for some of you. Some of you... have have, have in a sense lost your dreams. Some of you have uh, uh, lost hope for the future. But God's plan for you has never changed no matter what happens. We've seen it in Isaiah time and time again that their sin did not drive away God. That their sin, their wickedness, their rejection of God did not change the heart of God. God's will is the same. God is working out His will. And even the darkness we live in today cannot and will not change the purpose of God and the dreams of God for you. Some of you, your dreams, you bury buried because you feel like it can never happen. Friends, it's time to bring those dreams back again and start bringing it before God because many of those dreams come from the heart of God for you and for your family and even for your nation. It's time to believe, it's time to pray. So if that's you, if you're longing for a dream from God, I want to pray for you. If your dream, if you can bring out your dream from, from, from hiding, if you can unearth your dream in a sense and bring it out before God again, I want to pray for you. So let's just pray right now. Lord, I thank you, Lord God, that no matter what happens in our world, you always have a dream for us. You always have a destiny for us. You always have a purpose for us. And we bring this dream before you right now. We bring this purpose before you right now. And we ask for it in the name of Jesus. Let this come to pass, Lord. Let your will be done in our lives. Let your purpose be established. Let your light fill our minds, our hearts, our lives. That we might walk out your purpose all over again. That we might be channels of hope. That we might be instruments of grace, of your grace even in a world that's confused today, in a world that's hopeless around us. In Jesus' name, amen. God bless you. Merry Christmas.
0: Thank you, Bishop Jure for that powerful message. nga di ba, Jesus is not a burning light, but He is a comforting light. Even in the darkest time, even in what situation today, Jesus is our hope. Oh, as we end our service, the Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make His face shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift up His countenance upon you and give you peace. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. Amen. Thank you for listening. We hope you were encouraged by the message today. Feel free to share this episode to your friends too. Subscribe and follow us on Facebook and YouTube for videos and updates. For more information about our church, visit Victory Carmona Facebook page.